0: If you're live, if you jump on the live, I also like to just Instagram does it now to where you run a live. People may or may not jump on. I'm not that popular yet. (laughs) But what it does is record it and then it's an Instagram TV video. So you can go back and watch it. So whether people jump on or not, it's all good. But hey, um, welcome to Who All Feels the Podcast. And my name is Andra. Uh, Mr. David, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: My name is David, and I have the Sex and Love Mansplained podcast.
0: Mansplained. Yeah, mm-hmm. it
1: comes from the man's point of view, which okay. women sometimes and don't know.
0: Definitely what I want more of is a male's point of view from the men's perspective. Uh, guys, we did record an episode not too long ago. And so it, we had some technical difficulties, so you might get some snippets of that one, but this is going to be a part two. That's what we could also do. There is, we go.
1: We can blend uh, together.
0: Yes, we could blend them together. So I think Anchor will let me do that. Toot toot.
1: Hopefully. Oh.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> I will just say for both of our podcasts, if you guys could go to your listening platforms and just make sure you subscribe so you can know when the podcast Uh, new episodes post and also the more subscribers we get the more we're we're easily found for new people
1: so and the more people we can help
0: yes this is really what it's about a lot of people ask me why i do my podcast and it's not about me Uh, if you've ever listened to my podcast i'm pretty frank and open i've told a lot of things that have happened to me so I don't do this for any uh, notoriety or anything. I do it because I really think it'll help a young lady or a young man that may be going through adolescence or puberty or uh, you in your thirties and you're trying to figure it out in your twenties, whatever, forties and fifties. People listen to it. I have had people email me and say, you know, girl, I really love your podcast. So for that reason, that's one reason I'm still doing it. And it does help me too. So. No complaints there. We started off and we'll just briefly jump in. So you were married for how many years?
1: 19 and a half.
0: 19 and a half. So we'll round it to 20. You were married for 19 and a half years. You guys got a divorce. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes also, I'm did. trying to see if this delay is you or... Yes, we did. Oh, you're so silly. Don't do that. You know, we're in the whole... Uh, we're having a cool summer. Hey. and you, <laughs> We don't know what to do with ourselves. So I'm like, is that my... Because no. I have to reboot my computer several times. Nah, so you your computer's teaching.
1: fine. It's me. It's me. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Okay. So, I, I, I was married 20 years and she wanted a divorce and we got a divorce and... It was hard on me, and, and like I told you, I did uh, uh, therapy at a church, and it was called Divorce Recovery Workshop, and I healed, and, and I was able to move on and, and then go through a little snippet of dating years later and, and then finally finding the right one. So the Divorce
0: Recovery website or the program, are they all over the United States?
1: You know, they're local here in Colorado Springs. And what's (laughs) interesting is they started like in 1960s. Wow. So they've been around a long time. And um, what happened to them, um, the head guy actually got divorced again. So it kind of went to pot about three, four years ago. And so I've been thinking about doing something online. So we'll see. We'll see.
0: Well, I think it's definitely needed. Yeah. Um. This depends on who wants the divorce, who, how you feel about it. Depends on how people respond to it. I think people need help, whether you're the divorcer or the divorcee yeah. or whomever. Both need help through that process. Okay, cool. So... Things are working out for you. You're in a new or not so new. I guess y'all are still kind of new, but it's definitely a healthy relationship.
1: Uh, two years. Two years, yeah.
0: Yeah, about two years. So we're out of the honeymoon phase for real. And you guys are rocking and rolling.
1: Rocking it. Killing it.
0: Killing it. Awesome. Okay. So we're going to just pick up and we were talking about the love languages the last time. So people, the five love languages, give us your...
1: The five love languages are, um, number one is acts of service, that you like people doing things for you. Uh, the second one is words of affirmation. You like hearing kind words, like you look pretty today or I really like you today, that, that verbal sense. Uh, the third one is gifts. You know, that's a little selfish. You know, people like gifts, and that was my ex. Uh, the fourth one is uh, physical touch, that you like to be touched, hold hands. Spoon at night or the day, things like that. So, what is the fifth one, man? Fisgo touch. Oh, let me see. I physical touch. Um, access service. Quality time. You like to be around Quality each time. other. Yeah. Quality time is the fifth one. Like to be around each other more so than not. Um, a lot of people are, you know, semi one or two or three, but but you definitely have one major love language and my love language is acts of service. And my deal is when you find that love language on the one you're dating, you just hammer it, just beat it up. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Hopefully it's not gifts because you will go broke. Right. Yeah.
0: Bills have to be paid. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I guess I am an acts of service, a person. I, I think I'm a mixture. I'm not necessarily a gift person. So, for example, for Christmas, I don't need Christmas gifts.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: for my birthday, you don't have to buy me a gift, but I do like elaborate experiences. So, <laughs> you know, define, like a, define a
1: elaborate experiences like a, yes. like a like a hot air balloon ride or Correct. something. Okay,
0: gotcha. or you know, a trip yeah. or. Even if we have to do a staycation or something like I like things like that. But mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need a gift. I just like experiences. So it could be horseback riding. It could be going to the museum. Like it just depends.
1: We were talking about love languages. So I, mm-hmm. I think I was telling you before we got cut off last time that I was dating this girl in Denver <clears throat> and her love language was acts of service. So what I did was I worked on her front yard because it was kind of messed up. So I got that front yard together and it was looking, it was the best front yard in the whole block. I knocked that out of the park and she really thought that was special.
0: That is so, yeah. special. I yeah. i have some uh, issues with my front yard. And if any man wants to come over here and show the access service to my front yard, you're more than Cook welcome. Look it up, to buddy. Hook it up. Yeah. I am an agriculturalist by career trade, but this front yard has just been giving me the blues. So Anybody want to come over here, you know, want to hire some extra people.
1: You know, that sounds like I need to hire somebody to brush my teeth. But come on, girl, you need to get on that. (laughs) You need to get on that front yard. Come on now.
0: (laughs) I've been working on it. I had it down for about four years. And then not this past summer, the summer before last, we had a really heat wave. Okay, gotcha. And I went out of town for work and I came back and my son and not watered the grass like he was supposed to. I oh, leave him as my adult niece in charge of the house. And I came back and my grass was like, it Earth. was like a desert. Earth. So it's wow. just been rejuvenation ever since then. But yeah, I take care of those type of things myself. Like, yeah. um, it's, it's I'm torn between, I'm not Miss Independent. I'm very self-sufficient, but I'm Mm -hmm. not, I feel like I would like to have a partner, a spouse who can come along and do something with me because anything I do, I can do it, but I would like somebody else to come do it with me, help me do it.
1: That's a good uh, subject. Uh, There's a lot of women out there that I've met that have a hard time because they've been on their own for so long and they have a hard time letting a man not take charge, but like sometimes just help. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a lot of men want to come in and take charge. So fellas don't come into a single woman's home or life and try to take charge. Try to walk side by side and and even walking side by side. Sometimes the women have a hard time with that and they don't let that go. You know, there's there's a lot of strong women out there, but 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 sometimes they need to let a man step in and and and, and help not not take over. Just help.
0: Definitely okay with the man coming and helping. Um, I remember one time a guy was like, hey, you want me to get that trash for you? And it was like, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in a, a mental now where every Monday, Thursday, I put the trash out. If you really want to do something, can you come over here and get this grass together? Like <laughs> it sounds you got, trash you know, to me. You, got, you, got I, you know, I do this trash all the
1: time. Come <laughs> so, something, on, do something right. Come on now.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, so, you know, get your acts of service and perspective when you say you're going to do something. Don't,
1: don't just pitch the ball. Hit out of the ballpark. Come on now.
0: Bring, yeah, bring it. I think that's how do you discover a person's love language? Do you give them like a questionnaire?
1: You <laughs> hey, hey, baby, fill this out for me real quick. Um, I, I think it's more communication, which a lot of men don't do a lot of fellas. Mm. Um, if you listen to people. So I think one of your main jobs when you get with somebody is to listen. You listen to what they like. You listen to what they don't like. You listen to what the old boyfriend did that they like. You listen to what the old boyfriend did they didn't like. It's so easy. It's Do you so think we easy. We should be
0: talking about the old boyfriend.
1: The old boyfriend always comes up. Always comes up. All, the old boyfriend always comes up. You know. <laughs> let's drink to that. You never. You don't bring it up, but it comes up in conversation sometimes. You know, my old boyfriend did this, and I didn't like it. But you listen. And you, and you keep that in the back of your mind, and then you can figure out what, what their love language is. It's all about listening. Listen, God. And, and I didn't used Enough. to listen. I did Enough. not used to listen when I first started dating. I didn't used to listen. But I honed my skills over time, and, and I figured out listening is the best. It ain't, it ain't taking her nowhere. It, it ain't whining and dining her. You got to listen first. You listen first, everything else comes together.
0: And listening is a form of communication where we have a sender, a messenger, and a receiver. So for the men out there, if you are listening, all I'm going (laughs) to add from my experience is please don't catalog and transcribe and memorize and compartmentalize everything that she said. If you're going to take it, Use it for the betterment of your relationship. Correct. Yes.
1: And women, come on women. Don't don't do the same thing to men. Yes. Yeah. Because the last thing you want to do is is hold them accountable to your last relationship. Yes. And that happens a lot. People do that without even trying sometimes. They yeah. they hold the standard of the last relationship to the new person.
0: It's a lot of mind remap.
1: Yep. It that is.
0: That has to happen. And so that really is up to the person in the relationship if they're going to choose to do that. Like you have to rework your mind. There's no way around it. Uh, it's just something that you're going to have to do.
1: Yep. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. And once you do that, it's so easy to move along in the relationship. Mm hmm. Yep.
0: Yeah, just, just keep it moving, people. Oh, yeah. Just keep it moving. Especially
1: when you're older, like a like an OG. You know, you ain't got time for all that arguing and fighting and discussing things that don't matter. You, you got to keep it efficient.
0: So do we think we're fighting because of insecurities or we're fighting because we care about the relationship? Or are we just fighting because that's how we know how to communicate?
1: I think it's a little bit of all three. And I hope that most of all three is you care about the relationship. But you can't compare the last one to this one. The last one you got to let go. Just let Mm -hmm. it go. It didn't work. You learn from it. Keep it moving. Like you said.
0: Yeah. The last guy dated, all he cared about and talked about was every guy I had been with before. (laughs) How did that work out for you? uh, We're not together. And, you know, I did this podcast to try to bless other people, kind of give them the keys to the city ahead of time, you know, like don't make the same mistakes I did or mm-hmm. you're free to have the experiences, but it wouldn't it be cool if you just had a little green book to go along with life. Like, hey, yep. she turned left here. So if I do decide to turn <laughs> left, this is what I'm still going to get. So that's what I'm doing a podcast. And it's like, this person just listened to almost every episode. It was like, ha ha. But on this day, you did this with Johnny Walker Black. And it's like, oh my gosh. Hmm. You remember that? I don't I, remember that. I
1: like that. Uh, the Love Green Book.
0: Yeah. There you like, go. You know, everybody needs a little, a little instruction along the way. We're all going to still make our own choices because life is happening. Yep. But it would be nice to have some. I think what people have said to me the most is that they're glad they're not the only person experiencing what I'm talking Correct. about or that they have experienced.
1: You're just saying what people don't want to say or don't want to hear sometimes.
0: Correct. And I think I came out my mom like that. <laughs> so I don't have mm-hmm. any problems with talking about it, doing it at all. Never had. Enough.
1: Well, and my I first podcast know. was uh, Divorce Devil. And it stemmed from me getting divorced. And it was almost like a cathartic kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I have friends on there who have been divorced, dating after divorce, things like that. And uh, yeah. Every time I did a podcast, I felt better and better and better because, like I told you before, I had that anger. But but it right. felt better and better and better with each podcast I did. So I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: Yes. Yep. Uh Sometimes when I talk about past relationships, or cur- I really want to get to the point where I find the one he finds me. And then, you know, we're working through our relationship, giving people just enough information, real experiences. Mm hmm that's what those are the fields I'm going to get to eventually but I'm not there yet Um, I thought this last person we were going to be able to eventually get into the podcast together and then that just didn't work out so
1: and I think Uh, I taught you before about this finding the right one there is an element of luck it is mm -hmm. right place right time do all the right thing you can have the perfect profile and still you're still trying to find that right one Mm -hmm. there's an element of luck it is big time. I don't know how to help that luck phase. It, it just happens.
0: Wow. I don't know what to say about that.
1: Cause I know people who met people on match first time, boom, they married. I know people been on match for years and they still struggling.
0: This goes back to something else that me and one of my friends talk about. And it is, uh, is it about timing or is it about the opportunity?
1: I think luck is about both is about timing and opportunity. That's a good question. Timing is the right time, opportunity is the right place. It's, uh, I don't know how to explain it.
0: Okay, so if you meet someone and you really like this person, are you supposed to say, I don't wanna grow, so I'm gonna miss the opportunity? And we blame that on timing when it's actually not the timing it's because we didn't want to take the opportunity to change grow reflect at that moment. So then we say, oh, it's just not the right time for me. You know, I'm going through something. But if that person, if you really wanted in that moment, wouldn't we just do what we need to do with that opportunity?
1: I, I think so. I think this stems back to when we talked about the last podcast we talked about. Um, should women make the first move? Remember that question? Mm-hmm. So that's that's a little bit of both there, and like I think I told you, women should make a move. If you like a guy, say, "Hey, I like you. Can we go mm-hmm. out sometime?" Because mm-hmm. if not, you know, regards to the timing, there's there's no opportunity.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: And my girlfriend gives me a hard time about there was a thirty day break from the time that we talked until the time I asked her out, and she still gives me a hard time. She goes, "Why'd you wait thirty days?" I said, "Just because I did." You know, I can't go back and change it. Her point of view is that I wasted 30 days. My point of view is that I didn't waste it, but I was taking my time.
0: Okay. So did you talk to her at all in the 30 days or was it just go city?
1: Not once. Go city. Not once. Oh, yeah. Okay. And she was like, well, maybe it doesn't like me. And we saw each other at a party and then it went from there.
0: Well, so, you know, David, I think you can do that. As, as a black man, uh, you know, y'all have all the options. I think oh. you can definitely, you know, wait 30 days. I call her when I call her because it's my
1: opportunity. <laughs> uh, I don't think know. that was my my thoughts, but I'm going to go with that, though. Next <laughs> next time I talk to her, she brings it up and I say, I called you when I called you. So there you go. Yeah.
0: Do you have any questions for me? I have some, some questions we can retrace or... I think the one thing I wanted to ask you though is we talked briefly was about how soon to get back on the market
1: <laughs> back on the horse, and I said immediately, didn't I? I said right away, you, yeah don't right away. what's the use of waiting thirty days?
0: <laughs> I think some women, yeah, I think they you know they try to wait you know from a, yeah. a physical standpoint, I think know.
1: women. More so than men need to wait from a psyche and maybe a a physical standpoint, too. Men are different creatures from the standpoint that love with men is tough and sex with men is easy. Sex to a man is like peeing in the bushes sometimes, like it's no big deal. But sex to women is like love sometimes. So getting, getting back on that horse may take longer for women than it does for men.
0: So if he's already to move on, how does the new person know he's really over the last person?
1: He doesn't talk about her a whole lot, which I've done in the past. That's a no-no. You can talk about the ex, but it's not in every conversation. Okay. And I how long how
0: long in the dating process could you should you start talking about exes? Should it be like, hey, tell me about your last relationship? Is that okay?
1: Not when you're first dating, not when you're first meeting each other. Maybe when things get serious. Yes, but not like the first, second, third date. That's okay. not, I don't think that's a conversation I have. And I've mistakenly done that a couple of times and it didn't end very well. Mm. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah, That's a red flag that maybe there's a little something going on yeah. upstairs. In my opinion.
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go with that.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, why are we talking about?
1: Your ex all the time.
0: Your ex all the time. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yes. And we're talking married ex, ex-girlfriend, ex-live-in, ex-anything.
0: Ex right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So when a woman is dating, when should she introduce, when do you think she should introduce her kid?
1: His uh, kids, young kid, months and months. Uh, older kid, maybe a month or two. But okay. the younger the kid, the longer you should wait. Gotcha. Yeah. And we talked about uh, badass little kids, too. So, yeah.
0: Oh, we did. Yes. Oh, yeah, so we did. Yeah. See, I'm so blessed when it comes to that. My son's not really a bad kid. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that because he's my kid. I say that because I'm a teacher by yep. day, sometimes night. I know bad kids and that's not my son. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it. It's never easy for a single mother. I think it's, or let me say, the the person who has primary custody of Correct. the child. Yeah, because God
1: knows, some single dads uh, it, it have custody.
0: Single dads yep. out there too that's trying to navigate the dating scene uh, with with the full time child, um, and so it's never easy. Um, sometimes you're dating a person and they come over for a late night snack. <laughs> And then, you know, they're trying to sneak out before you got your to go. child would up. <laughs> you know, that's Uncle Leslie. You know, so Uncle it's Lester so got to go to work. You got to go to work. Right. There's so much that it's like, that is not what we're doing here. It's, it's, it's been difficult. I yeah. do find myself dating for my son. But now he's four years away from graduating. So it's like I have to start kind of doing things differently because yeah. one day he's going to be, oh, we're all going to the movie. And then we're all going to the prom. And then I'll he's talk gone. to you later. Yep. Bye, mom. <laughs> later. Bye, mom. Beat it. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. I remember one thing with my kids um, as they grew up older. I could tell when they didn't like someone I went out with, but they never said anything because we had that respect but Mm -hmm. I could tell when they didn't like her Mm. and it didn't really matter to me because she was from me, but I could tell I'm a insightful dad. It it was very interesting. You know, my daughter wouldn't
0: wouldn't, like the person. Did you ever get to that?
1: I never asked them because it didn't really matter. But uh, there were times that I could just tell, you know, like the way my daughter would say something or maybe she would turn her head. And I said, Oh yeah, I know this is daddy. I'm the OG. I know what's happening, but it didn't matter. They never pulled me inside and say, daddy, we don't like her because they knew that she was from me.
0: But what were they not liking? You know, I never really a, asked it's important them. for me as a woman not to fix it, but it's it's a lot of nuances in yeah. that, that.
1: I think from the not. standpoint, there was one that was kind of bossy. She was too bossy. Another one. Uh, there was all sorts of things that was going on. Um, mm-hmm. I, I got to just tell. Just let me leave it at that. Yeah. But they never disrespected me. And say, daddy, get rid of her. They never said that stuff.
0: Well, no. I think as parents, we we're still learning too, and we have to figure that out for ourselves. But let's say this woman would have been the one. How would you have then fixed this with the kids?
1: If she's the one and and they didn't like her, there's nothing to fix. I can't make them like her. She with me. Okay. I got a question for you. Mm -hmm. How do we learn to cut bait faster? How do we learn over time? Because you've been there too. to bait faster. That is one thing. It's from a standpoint of if it's not working and things are going bad, usually stay in it too long. How do we get past that?
0: There's a very thin line between learning about someone and learning them to where you also can figure out that these things that are red flags or that are going against your boundaries and your instincts are bad. Like they're not going to work out good. Okay. And I think if we can just get into the habit of like you already have a process and you know what feels good for you past the physical, you know, like what's in your spirit Mm -hmm. and your emotions that either go off as a flag or go off as something that makes you feel comfortable. And so I know like this last relationship, there are so many things that I like and there was a level of chemistry that I liked about the relationship. And the person, I was like, if we could just, I knew they were red flag, but I thought if we could get some therapy, maybe uh, a burning fans moment, you know, something spiritual that happened along mm-hmm. with therapy, then this person would change their mind, like the way their mind worked and their behavior. And that just didn't happen. And so to everyone, I think you just need to listen to, your good, your instincts, oh, you need to have your boundaries clear
1: cut. Yeah. I think with me, it's more of a, let's say you have two tubes of sand and the one thing you don't like about them is down here. And the one thing you like about them is up here. And then gradually over time, they kind of move together. And at that point where the do like and don't like crosses, that's that's where I kind of cut the cord. I should have cut the cord as it's coming down <laughs> and not waited mm-hmm. that long. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's almost like a give and go there. Yeah,
0: him. it's it's not easy to when you realize you have to cut the cord. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's easy for either sex.
1: I think it's easier for men. It's easier for men because cause they usually have less invested. Mm-hmm. Yeah emotionally invested um the one thing that kind of keeps me in it and i hate to say this and i talk about this with my male friends and some female friends it it almost gets to the point where i ain't got nothing else to do and that sounds horrible horrible <laughs>
0: I think it also gets to <laughs> uh, for me, I'm like, damn, well, I already know this person. Yeah, I already know he crazy, girl. I ain't got to learn nobody else. That's part crazy.
1: of I ain't got nothing else to do. That's, that's, that's I the same, same thing. thing. Like
0: there's a certain level of comfort <laughs> with this. I got to start over. What's your mom's name? What's your daddy's name?
1: kids
0: uh, mean, you got? Well, you went to school. Oh, yeah. I, school, all this over. Then we have to start. Then from an intimacy standpoint, you don't have to start over. So I think. You know, we're just staying because we ain't got nothing else to do. We're comfortable. Say it
1: lazy. Lazy. lazy.
0: You also hope that that person really it can make that change.
1: Seriously, come on now. Come on. Yeah, like you, you I, know. I'm a
0: firm believer. I say that if you don't have
1: Alzheimer's or dementia. If he got to this point, you know he ain't making that change. You know, uh, Michael Jackson, make that change.
0: Gotta make that change.
1: No, it ain't happening. Once the sand hits even Stephen and it keeps sinking. It's time to move, but I've been there. I know exactly what you're talking about. Been there many a time.
0: Yeah, I've been there many a times too. Yeah, I have. Now, so when you, get, when you get out the relationship, whether it was a situation, a relationship or whatever with the person, but they still texting you, calling you, hey, how you doing? I was just checking on you. You good? What is that all about?
1: That's part of friends with benefits. <laughs> <laughs> Did, you, did your neck hurt right there? I'm sorry. Did your neck hurt? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's part of that friends with benefits part. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so you're saying uh, if I have not slept with a guy in two years uh, and he's still calling me, texting me, hey, okay, you okay? It's need a booty
1: call. It's a booty text. It's a, hey, what you doing? How you doing? How you been? Two, it's a, it's a booty call. later? Yes. Hello? Come on. Yes, girl. Come on now. Yes.
0: Oh my gosh. It's so much booty out there. They don't need my
1: booty. Yeah, but you got, hey, I remember that one booty. It was pretty tight. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's a booty call. It's a booty call. Oh
0: my gosh, man, let it go. Let it go, man. But but
1: that's part of the, what else I got to do? I might as well do that again. So that's like part two. Oh,
0: I don't like it. I don't like that. I think
1: that. Why can't, can't, all right. Two people get in a relationship. And it's all hot and heavy, and it doesn't work out, so you break up. Can they be friends with benefits? Yes or no? Oh, that's a good one. It's a good one, folks. No, 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 no. Oh, I,
0: <laughs> I really get rid of people when I break so
1: you're up. done. You done. yeah,
0: because we, we're not going to be friends with benefits and all of that. That and just and complicates that. it. Yeah, because it just complicates, and you definitely need that period of time when you get done with that person that you don't communicate with them at all.
1: Mm. In my opinion. Mm, interesting.
0: Yeah, that's that's And to answer your question. And (laughs) and to answer your
1: question back your head right now. I've never had any friends with benefits after breaking up. Because they pretty much all hate me after I break up with them. So there's no chance of me getting friends. Yeah, I mean if you broke up
0: with grass girl, I was like, You fix the grass, are you still trying
1: (laughs) to do? Nah, it just didn't work. Yeah, yeah. you what it is. <laughs> That's not true. It just, it just didn't work. I wish everybody well. Your mate is out there, but it just ain't me. Yeah, peace, That's peace. My favorite. I yes, wish
0: you the best. Oh yeah. When they said he contacted me, I'd be like, I wish you the best,
1: uh-huh. love. What's your method of breaking up? My method is making it my fault.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I, don't do that. Uh, I do tell people, I making it my, like, my fault. Hey, I like to give people closure if I can, because for years, I felt like I always needed closure. Closure so is in I terms
1: like of telling them why it doesn't closure. work. Like tell them why it doesn't I'm work. Like,
0: hey, it's just not going to work for this reason. And that's it. And then I just keep it moving.
1: I got a friend in Denver. Love him to death. He breaks up with women. He gives them an exit interview. It's kind of like Fortune 500.
0: He's giving them a closure.
1: <laughs> no, he's giving them an exit interview. I mean, an interview. 30 minutes, 45 minutes, why it didn't work. Just say, hey, it didn't work. Peace.
0: That 30 minutes is a lot. That's a I long mean, time.
1: That's a, that's a long time to get beat up and say, why? I don't want to date you anymore.
0: I don't know if he then would be, uh, if he's going to get his tire slashed or something. No. Like that's, you, I think you should tell people, hey, it's not going to work. I don't think we should ghost people. This is not Casper. Ghostbusters. You know, goosebumps or nothing like tell people, hey, it's just not gonna work. You can download and delete my number. Uh but I, I don't think that we should just be giving a 30 minute exit interview. Like you're gonna get a severance package for mm-hmm.
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> a severance love package. Yeah, I like that. Yeah.
0: yeah I don't like so
1: that. All right, so let's keep it even simple. Can you be friends after a breakup?
0: You can. I think you can, but it depends on how you dated, how the breakup went. But I do have a few guys, just a few, not a lot, that once we broke up, we remain friends, and that is that's definitely the exception to the rule. To the for rule. Me. That's so that's not necessarily what I always.
1: What What happens when you see that friend with somebody else?
0: Now, if we're really friends, it don't matter.
1: All right. I'm just If talking. I still
0: like the person, then, then we probably can't be friends. <laughs> you know, this, I'm not about the Dwayne and Whitley this thing. Like, right. If you okay. want to be with somebody else. I'm happy be for with you. Somebody else. And sometimes, yeah. you, you know, you may have to reevaluate if you can still be in a friendship with that person.
1: I've been friends with one, actually two exes, probably. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: so and that's worked out well
0: i have a a really close ex that's one of my best friends my male best friends but i don't tell people that Mm -hmm. because they get jealous of someone that i dated in high school
1: in high school
0: in high school dang and it's, it's been multiple guys that get jealous of this person and i'm just like
1: well well that shows a level of insecurity that insecurity thing is is one of my deal breakers. Insecurity matched with jealousy. The jealousy thing is, is a huge deal breaker. I mean, jealousy over nothing. Those then I have a friend
0: of mine who's 51 and we've been friends for years and people can't believe we've never had a relationship. And it's just like, I mean, the women in his life. Sometimes the men in my life, and it's just a platonic relationship. That just is what it is. Men
1: and women can be friends.
0: Of course yes. they can.
1: Yep. Yes. So any man that gets jealous of another man that you dated back in high school, he got to go. Got to
0: go. He's got, got to go. Dances. Yeah.
1: That's one of the conversations you have early. So I got this friend from high school. We been really good friends. And then watch his face. And then you go from there. You're right. Yeah. Do that early in the first, second, third date. Boom.
0: And I can say that now, you're right, because that is the truth. I think we need friends on both sides of this. Oh, yeah. And if you cannot accept that your spouse, mate, life partner, whomever can, you know, get insight and perspective and just have fun with somebody of the opposite sex, you have some real extreme issues.
1: Yep, definitely.
0: Definitely. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. That's just a little blizzard nose. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Houston blizzard nose.
0: It's a little blizzard nose. Ooh. So, um, yeah, I think we covered a lot. This will be like part two. Yep. Um, gosh, there's... So, you you really saying it's a booty cop. You saying. it's a booty if, if he still contacting you, he, you're saying it's a booty two,
1: call. Two years, three years, six months, two weeks, it's a booty call. You text back, oh, I'm doing fine. So let's go to lunch. Oh, oh all right. It's an 80% booty call. 20% maybe friends, but it's a booty call. It'd be like, booty, booty, booty call. <laughs>
0: I wish y'all could see him on the other side. Okay, he will Take. see it eventually, but it's a call. oh gosh. Uh, but going might have to talk about this one dilemma offline. But, I think we talked about it last time, but now you saying it's a booty call. So now I'm like, Well, I don't want to give up no booty. So I think but, I ain't gonna make But, but, but no you price. don't have
1: to. You can re- you can reply and not it doesn't mean you reply you gotta get the booty. Just reply, and say, Hey, I'm doing great, how are you? And keep it at that. Women are in control 99% of the time and don't know it. Women have what men want. Uh-oh, uh-oh, oh there we go. Women have what men want, even though there's, there's more women than men. But ultimately, if you are a woman and got it going on, you can control men. Even though that's not the, the ultimate thing, but you want to be even-steven across the board. But not enough women know that they have the power.
0: What are we using to control them?
1: <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Seriously, I have this conversation. The booty. The booty. The booty. <laughs> so we're
0: using the booty. The so that's fine. All the men that's been texting and calling me, you can keep texting and calling me because you're not getting <laughs> the, the booty. <laughs> yep, booty <locked>
1: down. Oh, <laughs> man. That is so funny. Yeah. Yeah, 9% of the time, that's why they call it. Did you listen to uh, any of the podcasts I sent you?
0: I did
1: listen to some of it. Yes, I mean I think the first half is going to be phenomenal. Armando is crazy. Oh my gosh, he is. Yeah. So
0: that's the
1: guy you're doing the podcast with now. Yeah, he is. So I'm sixty. He's forty. No, I'm sixty. He's fifty. Oh. Not everybody goes to coaching and therapy. Some people do. Some people don't. But I do hear you. More people should. I
0: think that's the thing. It is. It's another thin line between like making a relationship disposable to mm. saying I'm going to work through this. And I know for me, that's been a hard choice for me in several relationships. Am I going to throw this away or get rid of it for whatever reason? Or am I going to work through this?
1: It's the sand. It's the good and the bad. Which wh- which one rides to the top first? The good or the bad? obviously the bad in every single relationship because you're not there anymore. But our job is to learn from every deal breaker that we had in the past relationship and not go through that again. And to recognize those deal breakers sooner. Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay. I got it.
1: (laughs) I just did. Let me tell you a story. (laughs) That's not Bernie Mac. Let me tell you a story. So this girl I was going out with years ago, um, I was trying to test her and I wanted to test see how she would respond to me acting crazy in a situation. So we went up to Denver to a concert and I I faked not knowing where I was going. And I got all flustered and mad and all crazy. And she was like, Cool. She was going will be okay, it'll be okay. So right then there I knew that she was she was worth dating. Your mouth is open. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't like it. This <laughs> happened to me, and I don't know if the person played it off or not, or whatever. Like I've, I've came in the past two years or three years, there's two stories, and now I feel like the person when they played that kind of card with me, I think that was just the a, a reflection of the imbalance of who they were. But one time mm-hmm. I went out with this guy, and so. We were at a sports bar and the Houston Texans were playing, but they didn't have sound. The Dallas Cowboys were playing, but they had sound, and so we're in Houston. And he's like, "Hi, y'all gonna have Sunday football on? And y'all ain't got the Texans on? Well, we can hear it. this is Houston, you know." He's going off. He didn't cancel the food order, giving my drinks, and just going off. And so I just was.
1: This a first date, second date, a few dates.
0: First date. Uh, <laughs> so I just kind of become the shrinking body. Uh, I just go back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so he said, you want to go somewhere else? Okay, let's, let's
1: go, go, some, let's somewhere, go else. somewhere
0: else. So we go somewhere else and then we sit down and he says, well, why you didn't calm me down? Why you didn't? I mean, I would have listened to
1: you. I don't even know you, man. I, I don't know your, your psyche yet. That's our first date.
0: Listen, you got to come ready. Like, <laughs> there's oh. just some things this other person cannot help you achieve, overcome, get through, you know, fire and brimstone. It's, so when you say I'm in the car and I'm kind of just seeing how she's going to respond.
1: But But we've been out. You no, know, but we've been dating for a couple of months, though. This, okay. this is not a first date. Yeah.
0: You were trying to see if she had that ticker, right? Yeah. Maybe if she would get yeah. upset with you because she was playing it real yeah. cool and yeah. timid.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's not a first date. I would never do that to a first date or a second date or a third date.
0: And I didn't know this fella.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He, you not know. A, not enough. No, not enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not enough. But I didn't know this fella, and it was, I was like, yeah, it's not gonna work. Like you've been trying to date me for some time, but I see you crazy.
1: And you know why that I never dated you.
0: Yes, yes. Like it was confirmation. So that's, I think, when we're on the dating thing, that's what we need to be asking for, revelation and confirmation immediately. And yep. then you need to ask that you will receive it. Yep. And not try to, well, maybe if I, you know. Maybe if, four or five more the,
1: dates, it be okay.
0: Yeah. Maybe if I just put him in this situation, put a new suit on and <laughs> <laughs> maybe it again,
1: Oh man! All right. Well, it's snowing out here. Let me get home, or no? Let me get to my girl's house. There we go. Ooh. Yeah, let me get over there. All right. Well <laughs> no,
0: I have enjoyed this. It's
1: always a pleasure.
0: Always a pleasure. Next time, if we do this, if we do it again, maybe you, we can Look, bring in another your... person, and then we'll come into uh, Instagram Live on your side. We're gonna, so I we're
1: gonna have Armando on the show. That's what's going to happen.
0: I want to meet Armando. Every, everybody
1: cause... wants to meet Armando. Everybody oh, yeah. wants to meet Armando. Oh,
0: yeah. He got a whole stable. I'm trying to learn how
1: to be a horse <laughs> You see what I'm saying? I need to meet Armando. Oh. <laughs> All right, ma'am. You, you have a nice night and stay warm.
0: Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. All right. All right bye-bye. bye-bye.